today on Read the Room. We're joined by stylist and designer Julianne, who gives us a sneak preview into her newest collection. She shares her creative journey and how she's equipped her clients to read the room through her aesthetic and textural approach within her line. Join me, Nompigazi, at 5 this afternoon, where we learn just how the down-to-earth persona can still show up in their own authentic way.
Welcome to Women Radio. I'm your host, Nampigazi Mokhatle, and thank you so much for joining in for yet another show of Read the Room. So we're now in our third show running. I haven't received any threats, comments, or reasons to get off air, so I remain here for as long as you guys don't complain. And thanks to all of you who have been so encouraging to continue. Um, for the likes of our guests uh, who have been here and have been part of the show so far, everybody behind the scenes, I'm really, really honored and grateful for your time and dedication to make this real. Um, so yeah, today we are talking, we're doing an extension of What's Your Color? If you guys remember last week's Sunday, we had uh, Shamima McLeod introducing the developmental tool of a color profile. And that essentially is the foundation of what will happen henceforth. We'll be engaging with amazing creatives who come in and we give them an opportunity to share with us their journey of how they brought their vision to life and how they apply the different principles of color within their uh, collection and craftsmanship. So today's guest, I have the honor of having Julianne Mboko. Yes. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> I wanna, I, I'm very, very careful about pronunciation because I take it very seriously. A name has a, a lot of value and a lot of layers to it. So it yeah. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. I'm so, so honored to have you here. Thank you for having me. How are you I'm doing? Excited. I'm good. I'm you, good. You look fantastic. Thank you. So do you. Thank you. Well, <laughs> I mean, when I have people like this, you know, it keeps me on my toes. <laughs> um, I've known Julianne for, I think, at least five years. We met in Cape Town mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, came across her as just a beautiful energy. Very, very mellow, but extremely intense you can see there's so much that goes on behind these beautiful hazel eyes <laughs> and um, later finding out that she's a designer and you know you've done such amazing work I think you've varied your creation right you've you've not only done design in terms of your own lines mm -hmm. uh, but you know if I understand you know parts of your journey in terms of styling on set for different productions um, you know collaborating with a whole lot of other musicians and artists in this space mm. so tell us about you know how you came to be where you are um, and what, what brings you here today and what, what we want to achieve from, from today's show. Um, okay, so I think my journey started off in fashion. Yeah. So more so on the design side. For sure. And um, I guess because I, I tend to be quite curious, I wanted to explore the different elements of production. So okay. the end to end of making a garment. So I ended up in production, um, which is very different from uh, styling, which sure. is something that I'm doing a lot more of now. And so through the years, uh, the past few years at least, I've kind of been exploring these different elements from designing, textiles, um, styling, working uh, with other brands, yeah. um, and more so behind the scene, Sure. Um, which is something that I really enjoy. I enjoy seeing something come together and uh, the process that it takes in order to to create a garment, to create a collection, yeah. to style a shoot, it's really exciting. Amazing. And I mean, just tell us a bit about, you know, your roots, because um, you hail from, from Congo. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'd be interested to find out, you know, do, does any of that play a part in terms of your process and the different elements you incorporate into your, your creations? Um, 
Some of it. Yeah. Uh, I think more so in the prints that I design okay. and some of the dyes that I use. Uh, I recently discovered that there's a fruit that grows in Congo. I mean, it grows in other places of the world too, um, but I know it from Congo. Okay. And it's called mangustin. So I used, what I ended up doing is I used the, the seed um, mm. and the, the shell actually to create a dye vat. So I ended up dyeing fabric with that, which no was way. really exciting. Um, and that kind of took me back to, to my roots, which is something I'm still kind, kind of discovering. Um, yeah, and, and then on the other side of my, my, I suppose my design aesthetic comes from my mom's side because okay. my mom's from the States. So my silhouettes tend to be a lot more Western influence, okay. whereas I try to incorporate um, that African and the Congolese element within my textiles and my print. Um, in my way, because I sure. think a lot of people look at my stuff and they're like, it's not African, but I think it's my interpretation. I mean, who defines that though? Exactly. Like um, which is um, which is great, and I guess that's that's what happens when you've uh, experienced or you've grown up experiencing two different cultures in your home. You know, Absolutely. you kind of you have to draw from both, or you do draw from both, and uh, yeah, the end product is something interesting and unique to you. Well, I'm very excited to you know see what you've brought for today and to kind of showcase. And for those of you who've just logged in, this is Woman Radio. Uh, you're here on Read the Room. Uh, with me, Nompigazi, as your host, and we're speaking to Julianne Mboko, and we're going to delve a bit deeper into her collection to find out exactly how does she incorporate different elements and energies, as we previously discussed about color profiling. Mm. Um, you know, so when we chatted, and I know we, we kind of discussed this before, to say, well, you know, here's this concept about, you know, that focuses on personal development, right, mm-hmm. to find out you know, how do we bring out the best of ourselves? How do mm-hmm. we show up mm-hmm. and across different elements, right? And different personas that need to come out at, at, at different times and mm-hmm. different settings. So, you know, when engaging you on this whole concept of color profiling and how we can use it to better read the room, mm-hmm. um, what was your take from the concept and how and, and finding if it had any relevance to your work, um, be it this creation that you've brought today or just generally speaking? Is it something that that resonates or is it completely left field? Um, It definitely resonates. I think it's really important for individuals to understand um, or to have some kind of understanding um, in regards to their personal style. For sure. And I think um, how you've broken down the different color profiles makes a lot of sense because I'm forgetting what I'm about to say. (laughs) Are we still live? Keep going, don't worry about it. Um, Yeah, so... I just went blank. You were going to say, well, look, I think you, you were definitely picking out the whole concept of the profiling. Yes. And and how it ties into, if at, if at all, into your creative process, right? Is it something that plays a part when, when, when we're talking about start to finish? Because, you know, there's a whole, there's a vast range of creatives out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, is there one specific way or particular way or process that most people should arrive from start to finish or... You know, what, what's been your kind of creative process when it comes to creation? Mm-hmm. And with that, do you find that at the end you've actually been able to bring out certain personas mm, like this okay. color profiling? Um, so I think my from, from my um, design process and how that kind of proceeds, it's more so um, just my mood and how I feel. Yeah. 
Um, and I will somewhat design according to that, but that can be quite unsustainable because we, uh, <laughs> our moods change all the time <laughs> yeah, and, and certainly volatile. mine does all the time. So, For sure. um, I think I will draw from a particular mood and just try to dig deeper into that. And with that, I'll find that, you know, maybe that mood resonates with the story and, you know, it builds, it builds into something a lot deeper than just the mood. Yeah, like just like the the whole kumbaya, whatever essence you had in mind. Like, um, generally speaking, though, like mm -hmm. if you look at the process of your creation, and you know, because I think just generally speaking, as creatives, we evolve, right? Mm -hmm. We we start off on you know like the fundamentals, and then through exposure, and hopefully we mature over time. Mm. But you know, have you found your style not only the aesthetic but the energy and persona has that been consistent across, or have you found that you've grown through your work, and has that been reflected in your different collections? It's definitely grown, and it changes with the season. And again, back to the mood. But what I find is that I think a good foundation is to start off by kind of figuring out what your day-to-day -day looks like yeah because a lot of people might have um you know a whole bunch of errands to run and they're doing yoga in the morning and they don't really go to meetings they work from home so there isn't really um, a need for them to have an extravagant wardrobe for because sure. they're not going to be wearing that but I do feel that like as as individuals we do we are quite multifaceted so it's good to maybe have a few pieces that tap into that um, but definitely start with your lifestyle and let your closet or your wardrobe reflect that lifestyle because it, I think that's what makes the most sense like what does your day-to-day -day look like Absolutely. Um, and for people who kind of do a variety of different things who multitask who go from maybe you know dropping the kids off at school to board lunch room. with friends boardroom yeah. or if you don't have children and you're kind of um, in between jobs yeah. or you're a creative and you're constantly having to put on different hats um, there's definitely room for you to be able to create a closet and a wardrobe that is cohesive but does speak to different elements of your day-to-day -day. you know so there are times where you're going out for a lunch with your girls and you want to feel really cute and you know sexy um, and you can put on the same dress to I don't know a meeting with a boss, but then Absolutely. maybe put, pair it with a blazer and some shoes that are a little less like, glamorous yeah, for sure. <laughs> and Just flashy. Like, you want to be a little bit more conservative. Absolutely. So there are definitely ways that you can create a a somewhat capsule wardrobe within yeah. a certain aesthetic, but bring out different elements of your personality because we all have that. We all have days where, you know, I have days, for example, where I just want to dress like a dude and wear baggy pants. And then I have days where I want to be extremely flamboyant and I have days where I'm just really chilled and there's kind of like an in-between, but my color palette or my uh, design aesthetic for the most part somewhat stays within a certain theme for sure um, so you're definitely able to do that I really like the versatility that you have articulated within your range and especially to align with how complex we are as human beings right mm -hmm. so it, it would be wrong to just assume you know even after doing a color profiling test that we are just one or mm -hmm. two dominant mm -hmm. colors mm -hmm. because I think you know in in the last discussion I had uh, in last week's show it was really important you know, such a kind of like mind was blown to better understand that first thing is to 
establish who you are mm -hmm. and understand who that is, right? Mm -hmm. So through different tools like this color profiling, but more than that, it's more about recognizing the ones that are not as dominant because therein lies an opportunity, which is to mm. say, tap into the parts of you that are not as you know uh, yeah. prominent yeah. Yeah. and and i think in the same way when it comes to how we style ourselves and how we represent ourselves mm -hmm. when we step out of our homes into the world yeah it's it's having that versatility and understanding and having the emotional you know intelligence to mm -hmm. kind of pick up you know what your kind of default energy would be and how you yeah. represent that yeah. but then yeah. finding ways to also represent the less prominent elements of yourself and having Certainly. you know the the kind of you know outlets or or fabrics or mm. pieces of clothing that mm. allow you to to display that and and i think you know we're going to have a get a better understanding of your collection for, you know, that you brought in today but you know if if we look at you know what that color profiling was telling us in the beginning it's it's either your red which is like a very you know, fo focused, you know, straightforward talker. Mm, mm. You've got a yellow who's more like your sociable, sociable person, someone who's more of a closer, um, loves working and, you know, being the center of attention. Then you've got your greens, very like your, you know, your kumbaya, mm. wanting to keep the peace. They're the peacemaker. And the blues being very introverted, right? Yeah, so yeah. They, they're very much within their fields, mm -hmm. so to speak. Mm -hmm. um, but not in, in a bad way at all. But they, they obviously draw from a lot of their internal insights before, you know, representing what that is out into the world. And, yeah. you know, if we tie that back into you and your creative, you know, inspiration and mm -hmm. different elements you incorporate, is there a particular persona that you would associate a lot of your work to? Um, I would say off the top of my head, probably, uh, Kumbaya, um, in particular with this collection. And I think it's just because of the textures that I use, they feel quite earthy and, um, not, not as, not as bold. For sure. Um, and I really do enjoy texture and, and a muted color palette, which I think is, uh, somewhat palatable. For sure. Um, and it's easy enough to to incorporate the different personas within this color palette. Within Kumbaya, you can still be extremely bold and fierce. For you can sure. have, and and like I said previously, we are multifaceted beings. So within a week, I could go through all of those personas. Absolutely. You know, but I want to be able to maybe stick to a certain theme and maybe a color palette because I really am drawn to certain colors. But I just because I'm not red mm. as far as like the color goes i can still incorporate that within the textures and the space of of the kumbaya persona um so that's kind of what i've tried to do um with this collection is to bring in the different elements to cater to different people you know which i think um is quite important uh, especially if you like if you like sticking to a certain tone and texture um, and shades and silhouettes and whatnot. So, yeah. Yeah, and I think there's so many people who could probably find such an appeal with, you know, your aesthetic. It's it's so accessible. You know, it's, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have a few shots you know, a bit later, but, you know, there's, there's velvets and oranges and, like, burnt oranges mm -hmm. and, and your linens, which are just so beautiful and, and and i know our listeners out there you know if i could try and explain it to them you know because 
you know, we, we audio right now. So I'm, I'm trying to think how best to describe it. If I were to try and like stimulate all their senses so they can feel mm. your line, you know, but before we get into that, so give that thought, um, <laughs> you know, just reminder to anyone who's just logged in, welcome to Women Radio for We Are. I'm your host, Nompigazi Mukhaitle, and we joined here by Julia Mpoko to talk about her lovely collection that she's brought in today. And we're delving more into what informs her creation and how she approaches her own styling and hopefully there's some learnings that we can all take away from it mm-hmm. um to have that kind of creative and not so kind of condemning approach to how mm-hmm. we you know mm-hmm. present ourselves or how we style yeah. ourselves um but you know i'm thinking about you know guys out there who are listening like okay this sounds like a very intriguing clothing line tell us about you know um those textures that you ordinarily would use or even just today's collection you mm-hmm. know if, if we were to give it a smile or a texture, what, what would come first to mind to you? Um, linens. Uh, I yeah. really, really, really love linens. I love anything that feels like it was man-made or, or ma- handmade, rather. For sure. Um, I love textures that, that feel very warm um, and that feel somewhat soft on the skin but have um, detail. For sure. I really am drawn to, to detail, and I think that's why I... I typically tend to use quite a lot of linen and I love wool and I love silk. And I think the combination of the different textures or the different fabrics um, makes a collection a little less lackluster because linen can feel a little pajama-y. For sure, know? especially with um, the fit. and like- Yeah, it can feel very relaxed. So if you want to elevate it, what I tend to do is I will add in some silks or some velvets or wools and maybe Oof. even throw on throw in a little leather and that could be with your accessory and I think oh, that man. kind of elevates the linen because it can feel very loungewear. For sure. Um, and I, I tend to like that, but sometimes I want a linen dress that's over the top that has a train and, you know, I could get married in a linen dress. Listen, I... <laughs> you know, but it needs to have texture, detail, a story... Um, proportions absolutely um, so yeah I think I think earth tones yeah if, it feels I think that's what I'm I'm naturally drawn to earth tones um, natural textures um, woods mm. um, give me a fragrance are we are we vanilla are we sandalwood sandalwood and vanilla definitely sandalwood and vanilla and I, I feel like cinnamon as well oh nice definitely cinnamon with maybe a hint of whatever turmeric smells like <laughs> yeah okay. yeah because it's got that very like almost a mustard yeah um yeah palette to it yeah and and so you know you, you also do quite a bit of drawing as well like your sketches mm-hmm. clear you're very artistic and extremely mm-hmm. creative but you know how how did this collection come about which one came first was it the art piece the texture talk us through that um probably a combination of the texture and the art piece i think yeah, it re- it really just depends on where my mind goes. If I'm if I'm drawn to um, a texture or a certain color combination. Yeah. Um, so with this collection in particular, I think the art piece started, mm-hmm. and I wanted to. Um, there was just this warm, fuzzy feeling that I was getting. I kept thinking of a sunrise, a really beautiful sunrise, and I think mm-hmm. lockdown um, had me thinking of sunrises in Cape Town. And the sunrises here are quite different from the ones in Cape Town. I feel like here they're a lot more pink. Yeah, that's There's true. There's a lot more pink in the sunrises here. Whereas in Cape as in Cape Town, I feel like they're a lot more orange. So I really wanted to draw to that. Um, 
And yeah, so I, I ended up painting a very simple woman. Uh, I tend to also be drawn to illustrations of women and female figures. Um, I think it's, it's me being inspired by women and sure. being inspired to push myself to become the woman that I want to be. And so all of these emotions just kind of, I don't know, I put them all into my sewing machine. <laughs> well, I mean, it, I can't wait to get our viewers and listeners to check out your line. So we'll have all the relevant links there for you guys to check out. We're going to take a quick break, uh, taking out, I think, one of our chill hop songs. Um, so check it out. I'll have all the links down. If you like the playlist that's playing, please check out the links below. I will be right back. We're here on Woman Radio with Read the Room. Something I could do I could be running or I'm chasing you But I won't Cause I got better, better things to do Rather spend my precious time Chasing somebody who loves me too If I got a dollar for Every time you slam the door I would be the richest girl alive Life, life if you hadn't run away every time i asked you stay you would sleep right next to me tonight
Hi everybody, it's Gaba Zadiba. Catch me on Truth Matters on Women Radio every Sunday evening where the truth matters. And we're back. Welcome guys uh, to a wonderful Sunday episode of Read the Room. You're here listening to us on Women Radio for We Are. I'm your host, Nupikazi Mukhakle, and I'm joined by the absolutely beautiful Julianne Mboko, uh, who's got a fantastic design that she's sharing with us today. A wonderful collection of how she has incorporated certain elements and personas that we've already spoken about when it comes to color profiling. So now we're going to have a bit of fun. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited to you know, hear and see everything that you've created and brought in for today. And what we're hoping to do is go through each of these items. And I think, Jules, I don't know, you. let's play around and see which way you're most, most comfortable with. I was thinking, if we put it in a scenario format, right? Mm-hmm. So it's Sunday today. I now need to think about the week ahead. Because yeah. you mentioned that yeah. earlier. Like we need to plan and kind of create a mindset of what's coming ahead, mm-hmm. whether it's mm-hmm. the day or the week. Yeah. Um, so let's if we if we put ourselves in that position, say, okay, it's now Sunday and I have to plan for meetings or any other activities during the week, and we then say Monday's my red day, you know, for like boardroom and yellow and, and all of those things. I think, mm-hmm. do you think we can try and play yeah, around that for way? for sure, for sure. And hopefully that just makes it easier for you guys as well to try and, and see if this, these are the outfits that you would wear as well. I mean, I'd actually love to hear your comments if you guys agree or disagree with what we think should be worn in different mm. scenarios. But it's also not to say that, um, you know, this is the only way to pre- represent yourself. I think for those of you who are who really resonate with these designs from Julianne, I think uh, a lot of us will most likely uh, <laughs> side with you on your opinion. I hope so. Yeah, so I'm, I'm very excited. So we've got our beautiful rail and, and collection here. Uh, we're going to just have a look. So I think so let's let's try and plot this in our mind it's now monday yes i've got a boardroom um session mm-hmm. with the with the directors co-directors and i i really need to be make sure that i'm taken seriously in this mm-hmm. setting right i don't want to be i don't want to come across as number one a window dresser yeah you know being a african woman sitting amongst men mainly yeah um, i want people to take me seriously without feeling like i'm trying too hard to kind of make my presence known. Okay. So with that in mind, what would you pick out as a Monday outfit? Blazer, for sure. All right, let's have a look. Um, okay, so Ooh. we're gonna go with this blazer. I am so excited. This is actually a linen blend, which I absolutely love because okay. you can see that it's not the the usual texture of linen. Okay. And um, yeah, so... Let me hold that for you. Okay, so we've got a lovely... Wow, this is a fantastic linen. Yeah, it is. And, um, okay, so, I mean, this is a very, I've never felt this kind of linen before. I mean, okay, you know, in the normal retail stores where we go, they do have linen outfits available, but I must say this kind of texture is much more organic. It feels a lot more organic. Yeah. Yeah, it's really beautiful. I quite love it. And so the fitting, so how would it, you expect it to fit like on curves? Um, you know, a lot of us are quite curvaceous. It, what I like about this cut is that it really flatters your silhouette. It goes with your silhouette and yeah. it's cinched in at the waist. Love it. It gives you a defined and a strong shoulder. Um, and then it's, it flares out just slightly. So it kind of follows like an hourglass figure, which I okay. really love. So like a slight peplum at the bottom? Not even, just yeah. like it follows your body, okay. your shape. I love that. Um, and this little detail here that ties, um, oh, that's it's gorgeous. So that it's not as formal, Okay. you know, with the buttons. It gives it a bit of a feminine touch. For sure. Um, I like to be girly sometimes. I really love tailoring and menswear, so yeah. I try to add um, 
feminine detail to tailoring. I mean, look at this. I mean, you know, for, for all of our listeners, we're definitely going to give you the visuals as well. <laughs> so you can actually just fully indulge in this experience. But your stitching is impeccable. You know, you really are quite an architect. I think I've called you that a few times. <laughs> but you are a constructionist. Like I've seen, you know, your elements. You, you are not careless at all with your stitching and your lines. Yeah, this it's, really exceptional. it's really important with tailoring um, that everything just comes out exactly the way it's supposed to so that it, it looks chic and it looks um, a little bit more elevated yeah. and kind of expensive if that's the look that you're going for. For sure. Um, so yeah, with tailoring, it's very important that you take your time with the garments, that yeah. you know exactly what you're doing. Shoulder pads for me are everything. They oh, just no. give you for a sure. strong shoulder. They make you feel a lot more confident. Anytime yeah. I have on shoulder pads, I feel like I'm ready to take you over boss it up. the world. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And so what do we have over there? We're, we have a skirt. Okay. Now this skirt is actually paired with a another skirt underneath so that you're not wearing it. Oh yeah, because it's actually here. it's, it's <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, so I was about like if I'm walking into the boardroom. <laughs> <laughs> so this can work for, for boredom to bedroom. This yes, is literally yes, boredom yes, to yes. bedroom. To bedroom you're gonna take off the underskirt, which is so, so okay, so real. it will come almost like a petticoat but a lovely yes. is it silk or what what fabric would you say? It's silk. Oh. It's a silk skirt that goes underneath. It's a nice little slip skirt. Yeah. Um and it fits the same as the skirt that's on top. Fantastic. Um, and this I love is like it. a really beautiful, it's like a type of brocade, which I quite love. And it goes nicely with the linen and it just adds to that feminine touch. Love it. Um, but it's all white, but which uh, is a little bit bold and dairy. No, but it's um, and very much needed. just don't eat anything with ketchup. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, so definitely like put on a napkin if you're going for yeah. a boardroom lunch meeting. For sure. But I mean, this is, I can easily see you as a customizing, like you, you most likely would have a lot of clients needing you to do their own tailoring, like especially for women, because yeah. I find a lot of us don't have retail spaces that mm. actually accommodate, you know, like suit making, you know, like I, I, I was with my husband in one of these stores in, uh, in, in the shops and they've got such an amazing range for men, Yeah. but women are neglected when it comes to suit making. So, yeah. I mean, are you the kind of person that people can call and come to, yes, to get custom sure. suits yeah. made? Yeah, I started off um, in menswear when yeah. I started designing and I started a line and um, I was drawn to tailoring just For because sure. there is so much structure and construction and detail and cut and fit. Yeah. And everything has to be immaculately done. So yeah. yeah, so I I found that it was time for me to stop altering my dad's suits. Oh, so know, is that how it would, started? Yeah, I would alter them and kind of wear them for myself. Yeah. And I was just like, I just need to make suits for women and for, for me um, and play around with these different textures that I really love. Yeah. And so, yeah, I have a lot of clients that will come to me and will have something that is custom made. For sure. Um, just because they're not able to find something that fits their silhouette. Some people like very specific colors that they're not able to find in store, especially if something isn't in season. Yeah, exactly. What you're now is basically what's in season for, for the sure. next I don't know, six months or so. Okay. And if you're not able to find what you like, you're gonna have to have something made. Okay. You know, so yeah, and tailoring is definitely one of those things that I feel. You gotta invest properly. Definitely do it, go for it. Do it the I, right way as well. And it's classic. Yeah, you're gonna very wear timeless. A suit. I mean, granted, you're more or less the same 
size for sure you know, you're you're gonna wear a suit forever absolutely you know? um so definitely definitely invest in tailoring okay so we so we've just seen an investment purchase item and um you know so we're now looking into a tuesday look so tuesday mm -hmm. i have uh let's say i'm going to meet a few clients so it requires me to be very present and almost like bring some life into the room. So I'll have to be somewhat more sociable mm -hmm. um, and also not trying to overwhelm the people in that space. But mm -hmm. what would you recommend as a Tuesday outfit? All right. So this really depending on if you feel overwhelmed with color or not. Yeah. I felt that this would be a great Tuesday. Okay, so for, for our listeners out there, again, this will all be shared on social, but I wish you guys could actually see what we're seeing and feeling right now. This is exceptional. This is gorgeous. Thank you. Talk us through this. Um, so this is uh, a velvet dress and it's a burnt orange. I fell in love with the color because it, it reminded me of my painting and some of the colors that I tend to use when I when I am painting and, and sure. coloring and sketching. I, yeah. I'm drawn to oranges and yellows. They just remind me of the sun. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, of light, which I think is, is a really important element of just living. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, the thing about this dress, it's just one of those dresses that if you if you saw it in the store and you saw it on the hanger, you'd be like, mm, I don't know about that. Like, yeah. But when you put it on, it fits amazingly because it is a stretch material and it's asymmetrical and everything just cinches the Ooh, waist does it like does it like really tuck nice you in it really does so yeah i think um, we need because no, normally we would shy away from something like this right yeah. especially velvet it's such a rich texture yeah, yeah and yeah. for someone who's never dared delve into velvet before like mm. you know and is it not too hot for velvet like tyler's like is this breathing easy I mean, it doesn't breathe as easily okay <clears throat> excuse me um but <sighs> evening wear then maybe I wear this. I wear this during the day. Oh yeah. I wear this during the day, and I throw on maybe a pair of boots. Okay. Just because I think boots kind of go with everything. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, so I throw on a pair of boots and an oversized bag, and call it a day. And then for the evening, I'd switch it up with a pair of heels and some finer jewelry. Um, yeah, and it's ruched on the one side. I was about to say. On one side. This is fantastic other. detail. And um, yeah, the whole thing is asymmetrical, and this is basically draped on the mannequin. So nice. Uh, I just kept working on it until I found that I was happy with for sure with what it looked like and it has one sleeve and the other side just kind of drapes. Oh right okay so let's so, put facing the front again okay so we this have is the front. that's the front the front oh, is more covered so the back, up oh my and the gosh. back is more open that's I actually really really, really nice oh, I love it open back I love the surprise of you know just seeing something plain in the front and you turn around and there's like a cutout I really oh man guys for those of you who've just logged in uh you are listening to women radio for we are we're here on read the room and we are finding out how designers like julianne are able to interpret their range and you know to fit our personas and different settings that we need to find ourselves in i mean this velvet dress is exceptional like i'm, I'm loving it more and more because i thought this was a front because i'm like okay the boobies go over here but like this is and so is, is this what we call the boat neckline it's it's um depending on how you wear it so you okay. can slouch it so that it falls off the shoulder and For then sure. if not then it does have a bit of a wide neck slightly boat 
it shows your decotage oh, and your man. collarbone, which I think is one of the most flattering parts Absolutely. of your body. Um, so, yeah. I love uh, it. It's so playful, but very yeah. elegantly so. And I think that's why it suits a Tuesday or let's say our yellow persona, right? Yeah. To someone very vibrant, but not over the top. Yeah. I think this is exceptional. So yeah. I may need one of these as well. You know right <laughs> i'm gonna come find you should we move into then wednesday yes okay so wednesday we're saying is our kumbaya day right so we want to maybe we have to engage um or be peacemakers right so let's mm -hmm. say we're in a setting where we have to mediate and uh come in so we got Goketo here who's modeling for us with the kumbaya style tell talk us through this okay so this is fabric that I upcycled. Okay. Um, I think it was leftover couch fabric. Um, and so, yeah, I think my mom had had a couch made and she had all of this fabric left over. So I took it and I decided to Hang on, sorry. Jacket. This is upholstery? Yes, <laughs> this I is love upholstery. <laughs> that is so amazing. I love it because, okay, and I, I, I resonate with that because mm. I've seen, for example, drapery, like yeah. curtains. I'm like, oh. This curtain would look amazing as a jacket or a trench coat. Mm. And you've actually done that so exquisitely. So this is leftover fabric from, from your mom's project at home. Yes, yes. That's I insane. I tend to do that a lot. My mom's always like, please stay away from my curtains. Like, just, That is hilarious. You know, she's not trying to have me near any of her stuff because I'm always looking, because there's so much texture that comes with embroidery oh, man. and detail. May I? So can always, I? Can I feel? Yes. Oh my gosh! Sorry, go so get like couch. this is this is not sexual harassment, okay? Just <laughs> blink twice if you need help. But for now, for our listeners, she's consented to be here, right? And she knows we're gonna have to feel it a little bit. But this is amazing fabric. It's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, it's really nice. I really love it. And I, what I wanted with this was because it's a, also a blazer. I wanted it to be oversized. Yeah. Um, just for a bit of a more of a masculine feel. So you For really sure. can go from having something that is quite tailored and fitted to something that is a little bit more oversized. Absolutely. And long. So it's it, it offers a little bit more covering. If if you're someone who wants to be able to wear a blazer that fits you but is um, a little bit more conservative. Absolutely. Yeah. But then you've definitely zhuzhed that up because I think a lot of us would probably not default to oversize. I think we, we often associate oversize and saying, okay, well, it doesn't fit or yeah. I've outgrown yeah. it or whatever. But the, you've made it so elegant. And I think in terms of the detailing you've added and the accessories mm -hmm. and also the, the trousers. I mean, I've never seen pants like this, if I may just like raise yeah. it a little just for, for visibility. But I mean, I've never seen this kind of color. How did this happen? So that's um, what I was talking about earlier with the dye. Yeah. Um, and using the mangustin skins to, to dye the fabric. So what I did is I created a dye vat and I think I let it ferment for maybe two days. Amazing. Um, and it turned out to have this like beautiful rich orange color. It's, it's not gorgeous. even as vibrant. It didn't even come out as vibrant on the on the actual fabric, but the the actual dye is a really beautiful orange. Amazing. And so I experimented with it and yeah, I love it. I think it's my new way, my new favorite way of dyeing fabric. Yeah. And it's I, sustainable. So it's very clear that you're very consistent with your stitching, your angles, you know, you, you haven't cheapened any part of this process. I'm, I must, I have to commend you on that. I'm, I'm sorry, but I, I may need to, we need to chat offline <laughs> because I'm in desperate need of, of some customized tailoring. And for our listeners out there, if you're also feeling what I'm feeling and you need someone like Julianne, we're going to have all her details added in the link below. 
we're here on Women Radio, read the room. And in this room, we have got such an amazing design, mainly around your kumbaya, earthy feels. Mm. And what Julianne has brought in today is, is really just resonates with that, but in such a beautiful way. I mean, we're on Wednesday yeah. so far. Mm. You've been able to still allow for people to reinterpret this aura yeah. and this energy yeah. to fit these personas yeah. so beautifully. Yeah. Really, really beautifully. I mean, Gorgeta, how do you feel in it? Like, just, you know, are you comfortable? I am comfortable. Yeah? yeah this is my favorite part, See, <laughs> we didn't pay Gorgeta to say this. Like, she, she's telling us how she feels. She says she, she feels comfortable. So good. You look amazing. She looks so good. She looks yeah. expensive. Yeah, and that's what tailoring will do. A good blazer and an amazing pair of tailored trousers will always elevate your look. And I feel like, yeah, I mean, I feel extremely powerful when I'm when I'm in a suit or a blazer. Absolutely. Um, and you can wear a blazer with literally anything. Yeah. Like you can wear it with a swimsuit if you wanted to. No, for sure. And you know, like that's blazers, how versatile. I, personally, I think blazers go with anything. So, yeah. And Couldn't what we've done more. here is I've just paired it up with this um, feminine figure necklace, and I wanted it to just kind of be a little bit more. Um, soft just because the blazer is quite oversized for and sure. masculine for sure. so this kind of brings in that little a juxtaposition I guess absolutely um, with the feminine detail because I mean it's a it's a couch fabric you know it's a couch <laughs> fabric blazer <laughs> let's not forget so, wow um, but it I thought you know the gold would kind of just um, enrich it just a little bit just absolutely. to make it a little bit more to feel a little bit more expensive for sure um, yeah no well I mean yeah. 10 out of 10 I'm, I'm going to I may need to take this off of you a bit later. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I think we, we're all good with our peacekeeper persona. I, I really love the oversizedness of it because it almost, as you say, it's masculine, but it's not overpowering. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it, it, it does kind of settle everybody else in the room to be like, mm, I'm here, mm, but mm. you know, yeah. I'm, I'm earning the space, but not overcompensating yeah. or stepping on any toes. I really love it. Um, I need. I think we need to go and look, have a look at Thursday. What's Thursday looking like? Thursday, Thursday we have another model. Alrighty, Gamo, come through, come through. So um, Gamo is now looking extremely wow. I, I I don't have the words for it. So today, so Thursday we said it's going to be our blue day, which yes. is very much like an introvert introspective way and i i don't know like i i see that here but i i could also see this as quite a bold you know look for a, for a monday and i don't know yeah. if you guys agree yeah our viewers out there and our listeners i mean you know once you have a look at the visuals we'd love to hear your thoughts do you agree or disagree and i think that's what i love about this is mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. our interpretation is not the only it's one be, yeah and our interpretation is definitely going to be different from other people's interpretation and that's what you're supposed to do with fashion you're yeah. supposed to take something and make it your own and create your own story with it as opposed to just saying all right this is what i've been given you know based on trends or whatever and i'm just yeah. going to copy and paste absolutely you know, so for me um i interpreted this as an introvert because it is quite conservative in the way that it's styled you don't see a lot of skin so for someone who is trying to just somewhat um, exist in a space where they're seen but they're also not um, especially for women we don't always want our bodies to be the focal point for sure you know, we want our you know um, for some of brains. us our minds yeah you know? no of course 100 um, percent. and this has power but it also says you know i'm not trying to show you everything that i have and 
I think there's a time and place for that. I don't think we should do that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Personally, that's my personal opinion, but yeah. I, I do think there are times that, especially if you're a woman and you're working in a space with a lot of men, you know, men unfortunately will, you know, look at you a certain type of way, treat you a certain way because of how you're dressed. For sure. Um, and so I really like to be able to, to also cater to women who want to be a little bit more covered up but still feel quite um, fashion forward. Absolutely. Um, wow. And yeah, so Jesus. this is what we did with this with this look. It's very layered. So this is something you might wear like in the fall. Yeah. Um, or maybe spring. Mm. And because now we don't know what's happening with this weather yeah, no, and it's cold. It's, it's easy word. I mean, the rain in, in the, the past summer. few weeks have yeah. been like so unpredictable. Yeah. Okay. So let's work from the top down. Like, and as you say, it's very, very layered. But I, I mean, the first thing I see is almost like a you know, a crocheted kind of, or knit. what what, ta what fabric so is this? this is also upholstery. Okay, no uh, way. Also from leftover. Which furniture piece would we find it in your home? Uh, a pillow. Okay, so, this, so a this is a pillow case. Yes, this is definitely a pillow case. Mother dearest, we are so sorry that we've <laughs> raided your upholstery uh, range, but I promise you it's going to good use. Yeah. Wow. Well, it is, it is. Definitely holla at me with your leftover couch fabric. No, seriously, like I, I think a lot of people may have a lot of leftover fabric that they don't know what to do with yeah, it and, yeah. and I think someone like you could really put that to good use even for their own ranges so yeah. I mean just putting it out there guys let us know if you guys are in that space but if this is what upcycling looks like you know mm. I'm, I'm really in for it so yeah, yeah talk yeah. us through it so yeah so that's what's going on with this top part this embroidery details like very small embroidery detail that's what you find in a lot of um, West African garments and I found this detail on a lot of my parents old clothes um, and when my mom first moved to South Africa from the States she was obsessed with anything African related and I guess maybe because we were kind of like uh, our grandmothers wear that kind of stuff so we didn't really want to be associated with it I, I dismissed it and so as I kind of grew in my um, design space, I suppose, I wanted to find elements of that culture and how we use embroidery in West African and East African and I think even Central African sure. garments to be able to bring it to ready to wear that something that I would wear. So that's what you're seeing here. It's beautiful. This embroidery detail and how it's finished off. It's amazing. Um, it really is. Yeah. And it's very, it's very um, minimal. You know, you might not know what it is, but for me, it's like it's a piece of home, and it, it's really that like Western meets African Congolese influence because the fabric, while it feels somewhat Western, it's finished off with an African embroidery. Detail. Very eclectic, very eclectic, and I think, as you say, you've got the combination of your your roots from from the U.S. as well as here in Africa, and I think this definitely seems to represent you know that heritage that you speak so proudly of and now this is this a trench coat that it is a trench coat yes so we have paired uh this crop top and we've put it on top of the trench coat just to cinch in the waist just a little bit because the trench coat is very um it's a straight cut okay and so there it isn't necessarily the most flattering and figure hugging you know um item but i felt that putting this crop top over it just kind of gave 
gives you a little bit more of a shape. There's a great you know? silhouette with it. And I, I love the natural pleats that come as a result of yeah. putting the crop top yeah. over. So you get some different form to it as well. As you say, it's very straight cut down, but yeah. you've, you've added so many different, yeah. you know, there's this form that you've given um, and function, which I, yeah. I really love. Yeah. This is really amazing. And so then what, what happens below this trench coat? Below we have a um, silk shirt. Mm -hmm. um, and that's something that I feel a lot of people could benefit from because I feel like you could wear a silk shirt with everything. It's kind of like so a blazer true. as well. For sure. uh, you can button it up, you can you know, wear it open, you can wear it with pants, a dress, oh, over a dress, under a dress. For sure. Um, you can use it as a layering piece. So it's, it's, and, it, and it brings a little bit of like luxe to your outfit because Absolutely. all of these textures are quite natural. The silk just kind of brings in a little bit of luster. Absolutely. Um, and it, so is that what the one with the collar here? So this yes. is the silk shirt. Yes. And I mean, it's amazing that you've been able to get such a nice starchy collar because normally silk is relatively flimsy, flimsy and yeah. it's, it struggles you know like to maintain a certain shape so yeah. you've managed to do that somehow so brilliantly thank you i have to recognize <laughs> that i'm sorry thank you i mean fusing will do that okay fusing um and okay so now we have a pair of pants and these pants are actually dyed in coffee um, I really like to experiment with fabric. Are we talking dyes. decaf, felt like just what kind of coffee Honestly, are we talking? Coffee that I found at home that I figured no one was drinking, so I was like, why not try dye fabric? I feel it? like no household is safe with you because you're going to no, be reading like all different elements. <laughs> That's not. really amazing. Very creative, and and it comes out so exquisitely. Thank you, thank you. So okay, so, so you these had are coffee. Linen. Yeah, these are linen pants, and we just dyed them in coffee. I tried with tea bags. But you need a lot of tea bags in order to, to to do one garment. So I felt like coffee was maybe the next best thing. And it worked out pretty well. No, I think your execution is fantastic. And I love the detail that you've now added. So firstly, the cuff of the silk shirt, right? Is this what's coming out of the trench yes, coat? Yes, yes. That's gorgeous. And you've got this lovely detail of an accessory. Mm -hmm. Just to add some pop, I think that comes yeah. out really beautifully. Yeah. Because really, with really something like that. this, you don't really need to over-accessorize it. Mm -mm, not um, at all. You know, just a, a nice little bracelet and some earrings um, and you're good to go because there is a lot of volume and a lot of layering rather with this outfit. You don't really need to have that, that no, many accessories. for sure. I mean, okay, so Gamma, what's your honest opinion? On the fit? Well, yeah, how do you feel? I love it. Yeah? Mm -hmm. This could be my new look. Right? <laughs> no, no seriously, you look like absolutely... Again, guys, uh, as a disclaimer, we have not paid any of our models to uh, endorse these things or the products that we are featuring <laughs> in the show. They are speaking from the heart and they're telling the truth. Uh, ten fingers on the Bible. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think this is a fantastic outfit for a very much an introverted day. And, and as yeah. you say, for those of us who don't want to show some skin, it still has that power, especially yeah. if you're on a very masculine environment. Yeah. That's still, you, you claim your space. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Yeah. Brilliant. Gamal, thank you so much. Thank you. So let's have a look then. So our last outfit is a Friday look, right? Yes. So before we get to the Friday, for listeners who've just logged in, where have you been? Uh, we've almost at the tail end of our show. Uh, we've been going through all of the items that our guest today, Julianne, has brought in. We're talking about how does color profiling tie in with this beautiful collection. Very earthy, kumbaya um, undertone, but you know, in some way you can still exude a power dresser, a sociable closer, someone who's very mellow or introverted. And we're now about to do the last outfit of the week, which is Friday. So Friday, I may have one or two meetings at the office mm -hmm. and then a cocktail get together with the girls. 
mm-hmm. talk to me about what we've picked out here because this is quite exciting i like i like the the freedom that it offers i like the colors i mean this is re- i've never seen anything like this i don't know if you guys have but this is really exceptional okay cool so yeah so t- talk us through it like what do we so, have here this also depends on the kind of office that you go to if you work in an office like me these shorts are appropriate yeah uh, if you wait, wait, where would they fall so like if one um, were to put it them also on depends on how long your legs are okay um so on me because i'm not that tall they're not that short what's your height uh i am i have no idea okay <laughs> well i'm 1.59 centimeters so 159 centimeters tall and you're slightly tall i'd say you're like five to seven centimeters taller mm-hmm. so let's say 1.6 165 centimeters roughly yeah okay just to like paint a picture in our in our listeners head so if, if this sits on you where exactly on your leg would you um, find it sitting i would say quite high above my knee yeah they're, they're a little they're they're pretty short they're high-waisted and they're high-waisted yeah um but what i like about these is that um they have a personal story so i i painted this um the scenery of a village well the village that my dad was born in called boyeka in congo and that's what you see um here oh, wow. and he comes from a fishing village no way and so this is what i painted and i had it printed onto the fabric and added some embro- some embroidery and beading wow um so these shorts are really sentimental to me and they just like remind me of of his story and um just yeah those 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 roots what a beautiful story so wait if someone wants to buy the story like is it is it available for us some of us who want to be a part and share in the story with you i probably have to just print more fabric yeah because i printed enough just Listen, just for these shorts if you guys want this just send us your requests i mean you know it's all market related if there's demand then you shall supply right there we go. There we, no, but these are really high-waisted. I, I I love because it's it's so good for silhouettes, especially curvaceous ones mm-hmm. like mine, because mm-hmm. it just it just kind of streamlines that silhouette yeah. quite nicely. Yeah. And um, I mean, okay, there's also you know how much leg do we show? Because some of us are also quite yeah. conservative in that sense. So like maybe a pair of stockings underneath. I mean, would you are you for that or against that? Because I'm for it. Um, I think it would take the right color stockings. Um, but I also think that fashion is supposed to be something that you experiment with and just play around until you yeah. find something that fits you and suits you and that you feel really comfortable in. So definitely if you're working in a more conservative environment, I would not necessarily recommend these shorts. Yeah. Um, just because they can be a little bit revealing and it really just depends on on your personality and, yeah. and how much you're willing to... How comfortable you are. You know, yeah, expose and show. Um, but for me personally, I would pair this with, you know, a shirt that's a little bit oversized. Oh, it's cropped and oversized, but it doesn't show any midriff. Amazing. And so the silhouette kind of um, doesn't feel too tiny. For sure. Tight. For sure. Um, which I quite like because then, um, yeah, there's there's breathing room and it's a little bit flowy Absolutely. and it's flirty a little bit as well. Great for a Friday especially, yeah. you know. And then, okay, I see that, am I correct in saying what I see here is the same dye of yes. the seeds? Yes, yes, yes. It wow. Is. It is. This is really, I mean, and it's, um, you know, I remember growing up tie-dye was a thing. Um, I never participated myself, but, you know, this is definitely a much more elegant kind of it is really tie-dye isn't it yeah but like a very elegant one because tie-dye got way too hippie for me Uh growing up as a kid and i just resented it so much because it was this like unstructured 
color everywhere and I was like I, I don't this doesn't speak to me and whatever and I remember it always be like in that shape from the core going out right mm. it was always like mm. inwards going out but yes. I, I really love you and know this is an accident it wasn't it's a beautiful I, I accident it to come out a solid color for sure but for some reason it just it the pigmentation didn't pick up on every inch of the fabric the way I wanted it to but I, I do tend to like imperfections mm. in in dyes I think that's what makes them quite unique so if I had to, you know, dyeing this, uh, another top like this, it wouldn't have the same exact um, detail just because everything just comes out quite differently. So no two would actually be the same. Yeah. So then if, you know, more people are now buying these, you could actually say that it's a very unique piece as well uh, yeah. from your collection. Yeah, as far as, as far as the dye pattern goes, yeah. um, I don't think I'd be able to replicate this exact pattern. And I think that's Amazing. the nice thing about experimenting with with different dyes and and textiles absolutely and i see that you've added some accessory to it yes so we could just add a nice little necklace very nice um and so i would probably pair this with a short a small heel oh yeah i'm gonna hold this for you here um and these just pick up that the orange color in the print oh yeah i just wanted um, to put the necklace on the shirt and shine oh, no problem give visualization of the full outfit here yeah. we go. All so right. this is quite playful. I like I mean, it. I quite like that. Um, it's it's quite casual as well, um, which I do enjoy. And you can you can Beautiful. definitely dress this up, and you can dress the shorts up as well. Very versatile. But paired together, it does feel quite pared down and natural. It's very it's very kumbaya. I love it. Which I which I quite like. But still very playful at the same time. And I think you yeah. know I there probably are quite a few listeners and viewers out there who may want longer versions of you know your yeah. father's story. So. You know, something to consider. I don't know if you guys agree or disagree, but, you know, for some of us who are a bit like, you know, yes. <laughs> conservative would be maybe, you know, but again, we can just give you a call for custom orders and I'm sure you'd be able to accommodate us for, you know, depending mm -hmm. on whatever our design specifications are. But I really, I really love this. This is exceptional. It's so beautifully put together and the embroidery and the story just adds to it so beautifully. So, I mean, guys, I don't know if you, if you agree with me, but it sounds like our week is now sorted. You yes. know, we, yes. we've, we've pretty much got our wardrobe done and dusted for the week ahead. And, yeah. you know, I'd love to hear from you guys. What do you guys think? Once you've seen the visuals, do you agree, disagree? Please keep sending your comments on our social media. I think we can have a seat now because mm -hmm. sure, we've been on our feet. And thanks again to the models, Skamo and Gogetzo, for being so patient and saying all the right things about how <laughs> you love how they fit on you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think, you know, it, it's very, very clear that depending, irrespective rather, that, you know, on what energy I want to exude, there's definitely a consistent undertone in your collection. And I think there are a lot of people out there who are very earthy by nature and want to kind of have a very calm, you know, elegant and and textured and, and tailored look. Mm. I think this collection captures that so beautifully. Um, so what you're saying, just because it's Kumbaya, it's not just oversized and just like, yeah. um, what a, like a, a reckless or irresponsible yeah. flow, yeah. you know? You can definitely play around with it and, and dress it up as much as you want to, especially if you're someone who likes more um, muted color palettes. Absolutely. Uh, and those kind of like earth tones. Um, you know, you're, yeah, this is, the, this is definitely where it's at for me, at least most of the time. I for do, sure. I will venture into a bright red dress once in a while. As one does. Um, yeah, and it's I think important. that's okay. Don't feel as though um, just because you, you gravitate towards a specific um, 
tone and texture and color that you can't venture outside of that because i for me i mean it's shocking that i'm not wearing black because i think i've worn black for the past like 10 years or yeah. so solid like solid black all day every day and i was I think one of the reasons I'm so drawn to these colors is because it is quite opposite from black. Um, and there's a warmth to it and a lightness to it that I really do enjoy. But I will still definitely wear black. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah. And and I think you've executed it so well. Thank um, you. And I, I look forward to more collections that you bring out. And what we'll do for all our listeners and viewers, we'll share the link so you can follow Julianne on her social media. If you want to get in touch with her and order any of the pieces, we'll show you how to do that and get in touch with her. But I, I really just, I, I have been educated as well because these are textures, especially the velvet. The velvet for me would have been out of my comfort zone. Me too. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> but I think if we start embracing those things and you'd be surprised how it actually fits on your form yeah. if you just give, yeah. it a, give it a go. Um, but, you know, I think just ultimately from what I've seen from your collection is that you haven't be, you haven't held back on exploring and having mm. fun and, you know, fun, you know, mistakes, but that are still forgivable, yeah. you know, because yeah. that's, you know, you've, you've created something so beautiful out of it all. Thank you. Yeah. And I mean, what would you say to our creatives out there, other designers, or even most of us who stick to very much a similar theme of clothing, mm -hmm. you know, what would your advice be to all of us out there in terms of how we represent ourselves, irrespective of whichever persona we are, mm. you know, in terms of how you've approached this collection, any final words to just encourage our listeners and our viewers to embrace, you know, these different elements? Um, I think you should find your story. Um, a lot of times, so when I'm consulting with a client, I normally ask them, a lot of questions about their personal life. Um, we don't get too personal because it's not therapy. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but, um, therapy here, like it can be. But I think it's so important to to understand, and I think that's what design and fashion, at least in the past few years, has done for me. It's helped me to really articulate um, certain elements of my personality and why I'm drawn to certain things, and why on some days, you know, you'll find me in a bright red dress or in a green suit you know um because there are different facets to our personality but and i think i said this at the beginning definitely figure out what your foundation is because you as much as you like all of these really nice things are you going to be wearing them you know and that's something that's really For important sure. that needs to be considered before purchases are made um and also stick to especially if someone is maybe building a, a a closet from scratch or kind of switching their style or transitioning or rebranding or rebranding i would say um go for classics you can never yeah. go wrong with classics and if you are someone who loves reds and greens and blues and buy suits in those colors because you can always pair them down with either whites or creams Cream. or 100%. you know so you can't go wrong with that like who you are is who you are you can't you can't hide it if you're i have a friend who you know she works in corporate and she wears these bold African prints and she's always having you know jackets made and I'm always doing these crazy jackets and tailoring tailored pieces for her in African prints and that's because that's who she is for sure. but she'll show up as that person in corporate and I think that's really important to just um yeah and to be unapologetic about it if you're I someone who doesn't really wear prints that's okay if you really only wear prints that's also okay so um be authentic. Yeah. I, I would say that that's, that's where to start. And then consider your day-to-day -day life and how these clothes would fit into 
what it is you do um, from day to day. I really love that. And for our listeners out there and viewers, we'll be sharing all the different tools that we've already expressed in the show. If you want to get your hands on the profiling kit and also just get in touch with all our creatives, all our guests who've been part of the show, we'll, we'll share all their information with you. And um, as you say, like know your story and, and, and get in touch with that. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I think that's really beautiful. I think to sign off, uh, I, I'm hoping there's a beautiful song that I just thought about. It's by the late DJ Iggy Smalls called Body Poetry. Mm. I'm really hoping we can get our hands on that because that's definitely how I want to sign off. But to all our listeners and viewers, I thank you so, so much for yet another week of Read the Room and uh, reminding you guys to send comments, questions, threats, whatever via Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but words Don't of encouragement. <laughs> no, 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 no threats, but just words of encouragement or just anything that um, you want to share with us and with this community. We, we're really grateful for all your support. And, and thank you so much, Julianne, mm. for believing in this show and being a part of it. And I really hope that it allows your vision and, and where you're going with your career and, and all your designs to, to get the relevant exposure out there because really mm. you've got amazing work. Thank you. And I really hope people out there get to know more about you and get in touch because you really are a true artist, true thank and you. true in, in many more ways than one. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think I from uh, Read the Room. We're here on Women Radio for We Are signing out have a blessed Sunday yes. and thank you uh, for having me no thanks for being here we'll, we'll see you guys next week God bless and uh, yeah behave yourselves <laughs> please <laughs> <laughs>